Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining me on this episode. I'm here today with occultist Nardo Walker, a.k.a. Twimini Guy, my Gemini brother. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Today, we're going to be chatting it up about crystals and energy healing. Nardo, tell me a little bit about yourself or what you do and what is an occultist? Make sure you add that in there. Got you. So um, an occultist is someone who practices the mystic arts, someone who is on their path. So basically, an occultist is everyone. So what I want everyone to understand is that there is no like special thing about doing the work. Because when you're doing the work, it's either consciously or unconsciously. So we're all doing the work whether we realize we're doing it or not. And if you talk to someone who's consciously doing their work, they'll always refer to times where they, you know, quote unquote, haven't had the change yet, right? But they will always refer back to moments where they was like, oh, now I can understand why this happened or why that went that way. Well, that's because, you know, your soul is the one that's actually in charge of what's going on. Remember, you know, you're an aspect of your soul. So I would say an occultist is someone who realizes that they're surrendering to their higher self and they realize that their whole life is one big spiritual journey. So it's just, you know, a different spin on what I guess everyone would call woke okay. or whatever. Yeah, I really don't like that term so much because it's like, I don't want to be woke. I want to be aware. <laughs> you know I like saying? that. I like that. Yeah. Okay. What do you do? Do you have a business? Yeah. So um, I actually create organite pieces. So what organite is, is a 50-50 mix of resin, metals, and sometimes you can add crystals for the intentions. So I make these nice little pyramids and other geometrical shapes, symbols. Um, and sometimes I get very creative, you know, and I do things like uh, cups and, you know, other other weird things you can think of that you can use just to put that organ energy in because uh, what organ energy does is it's like the chief or the life force, it takes positive ions, which are like negative to your environment and to your body and your auric field, and it neutralizes it and creates a negative ionic environment, which is more in, you know, uh, conducive to your auric field and your energy. So it kind of transmutes negative energy and creates beneficial energy for the, the person who has the organ um, in their space. Okay. So with these organs, do you put them in a specific area of your home or you can put them pretty much um, So I would say it depends on the intention of the person who has it. I definitely recommend gridding your living space or any sacred space with organite. So you could put an organite piece in each corner of the room, for example. Also wearing it is something that people do. And I do myself sometimes. It also having it on your person. I mean, I just described what it does. So who wouldn't want to have that negative energy, you know, become a beneficial energy for you as you walk around and, you know, live your life. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Before we go any farther, I would like to ask you if you could give me an intention for this conversation today, what would that intention be? The intention for this conversation for me would be for people to really give themselves grace. So I allow grace and I allow my space. That would be my intention because I think what we can do is beat ourselves up or think that we're further behind than we actually are 
or we compare ourselves as a disease of comparison, I say. You look around and you say, oh, you know, well, Rika's been doing Reiki for, you know, 10 years, 12 years. I'm so far behind because I'm just now starting to learn. And FYI for everyone on, you know, who's going to listen to this, Rika is the one who actually introduced Reiki and energy healing to me. Just, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> she used to work with my best friend and he, you know, has been on his, his journey and his path. And he was like, you know, my homegirl is into the same stuff you're in. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so he said, uh, just come with me to, you know, where they were doing a Reiki share. And, um, yeah, just she she brought something out of me. You know, she she put her hands over me and that's the first time I ever felt heat from a person. Yeah. Um so yeah, it kind of activated something in me. So yeah, you're definitely one of my uh my spirit guys. I say that for sure cuz you you definitely activated something in me. Well, thank you for sharing that. And that that leads me a little bit to part of the conversation about energy healing. Like I'm a Reiki master, but you're an energy healer, but it's not with Reiki how like how do you describe that so what's so funny is for me I think that the information is always to be transformed to your own I combine a lot of modalities I do occasionally do Reiki but I combine that with a bunch of other things I do a lot of biofield tuning and the biofield is nothing but the scientific name for your aura mm -hmm. and your energy field that's what you know they <laughs> you know people like to have this you know fictitious uh enemy out there it's the they versus us we're the ones who are doing the work and you know this the government's coming to kill us <laughs> it's it's the actual scientists that came up with the term biofield and i like to always combine like science and spirituality because they're all one anyway mm -hmm. it's just two different factions you know you have the the yin and the yang part of it and the yang is more prove to me that this exists and then the yin is more like i already know this is something that exists because I have a knowing of it. So I do that and that's through the use of tuning forks. So I actually use that a lot. I use crystal energy to do energy healing because crystals hold resonance and they have a perfect geometry to them given by God and mother nature, you know, so you can use them to kind of balance out your crystal makeup because we're a big crystal as well. We have crystals in various parts of our body and we, you know, we're what, 60% water. So, you know, that just lets you know that, you know, we can amplify that energy, whatever we interact with, because we're made up of water like that. So, yeah, I, I combine a lot of modalities. I use tensor fields, too, um, which are like uh, it's copper twisted on itself in a clockwise fashion and then fused back together. Um, copper is the only metal that is conductive to itself. It acts um, and actually carries voltage. Uh, and what happened was... A couple of pioneers discovered that there were sacred measurements in some of these ancient pyramids and tombs, and they just kept seeing a consistent pattern of the same measurement. So they, you know, were doused to discover that when you twisted this copper on itself and folded it back and fused it again, it emitted like this light energy that can be physically felt too. And for energy sensitive people, you really feel it. So I wear a bunch of these you know, twisted up metals and silver actually um, can hold the tensor field. Yeah, it, it, I use those as well for energy healing. So I kind of combine a lot of stuff. Okay. So I heard you mention the word dowels. And then when you talked about copper, and this will be a different episode about mm -hmm. divinity, I have these copper dowsing rods. Mm -hmm. I got them a while ago 
and I never really knew what to do with them. <laughs> so <laughs> I was just like, uh, let me just put these in a box until I'm ready to really, really dive in <clears throat> to figure it out. And it's just about remembering, right? And mm-hmm. when you're ready and in alignment, those that information will come to you. I decided to pull them out of the box recently and I practiced with them like asking yes or no questions mm-hmm. and asking them to help me find something around my house as a little test, something fun. And my son walks in and he's like, can I try it? He's 14. So he's like, can I try it? I'm like, okay, go ahead. He was like, go hide the keys for me. And then I'm, I'm gonna find them. He literally grabbed them and they were guiding him in the right direction. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. And I'm over here struggling and forcing myself. Like, I have to learn this. I have to get it right. And he just like, let me see. <laughs> and yeah. <he> found the <laughs> keys. I buried them under some dog food or something. But I they were, he was like, you have to pay attention to the way they're pointing. Like, even if they don't cross for yes or do this for no, they're trying to show you the direction to go in. And I'm like, okay, son, whatever. Right. <laughs> some, I just showed me. Some people just really <laughs> have that natural gift and that connection to source and that energy. So yeah. you don't always have to go and take a class from somebody or read all of these books a lot of people it just comes it comes naturally and you have to trust yourself in the process and believe that there is something greater than you so yeah that when it comes to that energy healing I'm my kids are teaching me a lot (laughs) I think you just spoke on something very key it's so funny you you even just mentioned that you know I was thinking I had to learn this and you know that was all in your head right it's really more about that curiosity that your son showed. He came with no pretense. He came just curious, excited, like, let me see how this works. And I think that's a symbol for like how we're supposed to go through this. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're kids, we don't have any filters or, or fears until someone else puts them on us. You know, our parents teach us how to survive. They teach us, no, don't do that. You know, the cross street look both ways. Mm-hmm. But until you're, you know, you're a child, you're like, man, I can run right through that car. I, I wouldn't care. <laughs> right. You know, now, would you, re- you know, would that really happen? Probably not. <laughs> but it's about having that same innocence, that same vigor for just trying and experimenting. And I can't tell you how many times people have asked me, like, do you mentor people? Or I'm like, no. I said, just try. You know, I, I've experimented. I remember when I was all in my head, now more in my heart. And that's really where your brain is at because your son showed up in his heart. You showed up in your head. Mm-hmm. But once, you know, the, he opened your heart up by showing you like, you know, man, you didn't got to do all that. Don't care about the yes or no. Just look at what's happening with them. Pay attention. Just be present exactly. and look. And he showed you how to use it right. So yeah, I love that. Yes. And I'm grateful for that. So let's talk a little bit about crystals because I have, I've had a a few clients that they're like, oh yeah, I'm just learning about crystals and oh, I have my crystals in my pocket. Should I take them out for the session? Is they going to throw something off? Or they just, they're just curious and they're hearing what other people are telling them. And even when I started my journey with crystals, I had like a hundred crystals, (laughs) like literally (laughs) a hundred crystals. And I was like, Rika, why do you have so many crystals? do you even remember the name of these crystals do you remember what they do but a lot of with me I go with what I feel drawn to 
So yeah. if I go into a crystal shop, I'm like, what's calling to me? Ooh, that looks pretty. Ooh, that looks shiny. Ooh, and then I'll read the description later to see how mm. it falls into alignment with me. And then if I want to dive deeper, then I'll I'll do that research later. But it's usually what I feel drawn to. Now, a lot of people have these ideas that I can't keep these crystals beside each other. This one is going to affect this one's energy. I shouldn't keep them in a cage, like the crystal cages, because that's restricting it. Like, it's so many. What in the world? (laughs) Right. It's so many things that people hear or think. And I'm like, what? You don't think that about a rock you go pick up from outside. Like, that rock is doing what it's going to do. It's there. You found it. You resonated with it. And you take what you need from it. So what is what is your take on crystals? Like, do you have a, a large collection <laughs> as well? I, I do. And like you in the beginning, I went and it was definitely I always use what called to me, always bought what called to me. Um, but as I experimented with them, as I learned them, as I really, you know, like kind of got into meditating with them and really building a relationship with them, I realized that crystals literally are like computers so they soak up light and light information i should say more importantly which is why they're able to work with your org field and affect you everything has its own uh presence and when you combine it you make something new right so um i would say for people who are just starting with crystals I would say for people who think they know about crystals, still stick with clear quartz because, or the clear crystals. It's so versatile. It's literally used in all of our technology. It's the reason why we can talk on this cell phone right now or why, you know, our watches tick or, you know, why, you know, microwaves work. (laughs) These computer chips all have clear quartz in them. And not to say don't venture off and other crystals to call for you, not saying that. I would say just learn what crystal shapes are and what they do and then learn you know the type of crystal formations you know single point double terminated cluster and then raw and then from there you can start expanding out because there's so many facets to crystals it's nothing confusing it's all simple but it takes just like anything i'm not going to just buy a dog and the dog is immediately going to know to go use the bathroom outside I had to develop a relationship with the dog, you know, and kind of get trained and trained. You know, that's the funny part. You're not training the dog, you're training yourself and the dog's training you, you know, and then you're training the dog at the same time. Um, crystals kind of do the same thing. You know, you think that you're getting something out the crystal, but the crystal's getting something out of you too. So it's about building that relationship, really spending time with one crystal and not trying to hop around and, and crystal hop like I was doing before. You know, I would go get this and, oh, I need this one. I heard about that one. Let's do this one. Let's get this. And before I know it, I have a, a, a whole bin full of crystals that I don't really sit and connect with, you know, crystal really poly. take the time. <laughs> yeah, right. Crystal, right. Crystal poly. <laughs> not, not out here cheating on my, on my main, on my main crystal, you know, um, <laughs> you got to find one that, that really speaks to you. And then I would say, just connect with it, even if it isn't the clear quartz, but I, I say start with clear quartz because that one is really the most versatile as far as you being able to feel how you affect the crystal and how the crystal affects you because you can actually impart color into clear crystals. 
if a, a crystal already comes with a certain color, it has that vibration already. So yes, you can feel and experience it, but would you really notice it unless you're really paying that much more attention? I would say to really get your training wheels going, get a clear crystal. It doesn't, you know, most quartz are clear. Um, selenite really has more of a uh, opaque to it. So it's not really clear. I really say clear quartz. Yeah, really grab a clear quartz crystal and, and really bond with it and just experiment with it. Like thinking about a color, you know, um, and just keeping that color for like two, three weeks in your mind every time you mess with the crystal and see how it makes you feel, how it affects your mood. Journal, you know, um, just really get to know the crystal. Right. So I've, I've learned over time that it's good to hold the crystal in your non-dominant hand to receive. Do you go by that as well? I would say that that is a rule, but not a hard and fast one. Um, what I find most people get confused on with how to hold crystals is they don't hold the crystal up. <laughs> mm. So I tell people, it doesn't matter what hand you want to hold it in. Yes, your left side is the receiving side. So you're a little more sensitive when it comes to that. But I know personally for me, I'm ambidextrous. So I play all my sports on my left side while being, you know, mostly right-handed, but I do a lot of stuff in my left hand too. So I really feel both. I would say get a point, a single point, and make sure that you're holding the crystal at the base with the point up. Mm. Um, that's how you direct the consciousness of the crystal towards the higher consciousness of yourself. Um, and if you want to deal with your body, of course, you switch it around and you hold the crystal with the point down and the base up because the base is really what receives the energy and the point is really where it shoots out. And that's a scientific fact too. I told you I like to combine the science too. Right, so. right. Yeah. So I've also had the question about how do you know if a crystal is real? So what I, what I know is sometimes the temperature of the crystal can tell mm -hmm. you if it's real um, and not like glass, like yeah. the coolness to touch sometimes yeah. is how I can tell if a crystal is authentic because people can mass produce something to look like a crystal and then it's glass and it doesn't have that cool temperature. What, what do you think about that? How do you tell if they're real? So I can tell if they're real because like you said, you do get a flush. I call it a heat flush. Mm -hmm. um, when you feel the crystal energy, if I'm not getting that flush in my hand, then I know this is not what it's being portrayed to be and unfortunately there are a lot of unethical people out there who will sell you glass and other man-made things that really aren't going to do any benefit for you so to kind of avoid that i would say stick with raw crystals they're really hard to fake mm -hmm. <laughs> you know they're just natural and the energy is more sporadic so that allows you to be able to hone in and bring the energy down as you grow you'll realize that that sporadic energy kind of calms and soothes with you. It's a good way to, to track your growth because um, when you first get it, it's going to feel like, oh, you know, it's all over the place. But as you, as you come into resonance with the crystal, you'll feel the crystal's energy kind of smooth out as well. So um, you won't have that sporadic feeling. So tumble ones, easy to fake. Any of the slices, easy to fake. You know, but the raw ones, kind of hard to make those up you know you got to take them as they are so right. I just want to start with the raw crystals I really can't stress more the you know the quartz crystal man like quartz crystal points are just so versatile I just really hope everyone should get one of those and really have one to use 
intentionally, you know. So what if a person is new on this journey, though, and they're not in tune with their body and feeling that inner knowing and that more, I won't say that, yeah, that more masculine energy is, (laughs) is, yeah taking the lead where it's like I need to know I need the, I need this to be right there's no gray area how could they trust themselves in that process of getting to know that crystal or bonding with that crystal if they can't feel anything so as you bond with the crystal you naturally start feeling the crystal vibrations and everyone doesn't feel the same too so we got to talk about that it won't be a physical sensation all the time you know I know for me when I first started I just happened to be fortunate enough to be someone who's very sensitive to energy. So I felt the crystal. But I'll say this, as I get into the higher lessons that the crystals teach you, I don't feel anything. But what I do see is it communicating back with me in real life. Mm. So I may find myself dealing with something and it's like irritating to me. It's like, where the hell did this even come from? Like, it's out of left field, right? But then you, you take a breath and go, hold on, wait. I was dealing with this crystal that was supposed to be, you know, doing this. And Mm -hmm. I have these experiences. It's bringing this back to the forefront. It's speaking to me, but not in a way that I thought or I expected. So it won't always come from your body. Sometimes it'll come from you knowing or seeing something in your immediate environment. And always say this too. All the best spiritual practitioners that I've happened to come across you can always see in their life where they are. And that's for everyone. Because if you're dealing with spiritual energy, unless you're manifesting it physically in some facet, then you're not dealing with it properly. You know, it's not a clear dealing. Um, You can look and see where the inside is reflected outside at all times. Like you always see it. Not to say that we all don't go through crap because we do. This is not, me selling some love and light crap where you think you're not going to be um, exposed to the realities of life. That's not true. Um, because even those quote unquote low points are high points if you're looking at them with the right perspective. One more thing about crystals and then we're going to um, start ending this segment because we could talk forever. My Gemini brother, we are Geminis and we, yeah, we, go, are. <laughs> we can talk, we can go in so many different directions and it's just like, it's amazing. But another crystal that I notice a lot of people feel drawn to when they're ready to do the deep work, Moldavite. Oh, that's one of my favorites. (laughs) Moldavite. I've had my own personal experience with Moldavite. One, it's it's expensive as hell. Oh my God. I had a tiny piece of Moldavite that was probably probably a little bit smaller than a a cornflake. (laughs) (laughs) it was tiny and that thing was so expensive and I set the intention to let it bring up what needed to be brought up and I was ready to do the work in whatever way it was going to look but then it disappeared like it literally just disappeared I was like where the Mm -hmm. hell did that thing go I couldn't find it for a while then when I did find it I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I felt guided to gift it to someone else, a family member. Mm-hmm. I gifted it to her. And then she messaged me not long after that and said, it disappeared. <laughs> 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 I was like,
like this little piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, Moldavite. My bad, my bad. But I'm like, so that's what you do? You just run away when you're yep. done and you're fed up and you're tired and you just you just leave? That's what you do? Like, what if I have abandonment issues? Like, okay, so you're triggering that too? <laughs> right. <laughs> but what do you, have you had any experience with, what, well, you said it's one of your favorites, uh, so. I have a lot of Moldavite. Yeah. Um, I, thankfully, when I was, and Moldavite was expensive when I got it too. So I, the biggest piece of Moldavite I have is about 10 grams. So it's a pretty big piece. And I have a 10 gram, a six gram, five gram, um, and in various like, you know, three grams, you know, right on down to like you said, a chip that's, you know, like half a gram. You sound like a um, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Out here pushing Moldavite. Right. Um, but Moldavite is definitely a very, it's a very heart-based crystal. And it's got to remember, this is an actual meteorite. So it's, it is interdimensional for real. Like it's coming from outer space. So Moldavite can keep you in your head a lot and make you feel spacey. And that was my experience at first with it. So much so that it even triggered vertigo for me, which is crazy. But Moldavite um, definitely helped accelerate some of those stagnant energies I had. Things just seemed to start happening and I had to deal with it. You know, the things that you run from, that's what Moldavite does. It says, uh-uh, I'm with you. We're going to take care of this. And Moldavite is one that I say, uh, I don't want to say beginners should not use it. Um, just know what you're getting into. Um, just know that this is going to be a very purging stone to use. Um, and it's actually technically glass, too. It's crazy. Um, so it's meteoric glass is what Moldavite really actually is. And yeah, I, I recommend it to everyone. When they say, oh, I heard you shouldn't use it, I say use it. Because if you if you hear bad stuff about it, run to it. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that's the stuff you want to deal with. That's the most powerful stuff to me. Like all the scary stuff. I've been through all the scariest parts of the occult stuff. I've tried my hand with that. I, I like being an experimenter. So I say like, never let fear like hold you back. Always be smart, be aware, be protected, you know, but never let fear hold you back. And that was one that I ran straight to. Um, they kind of called out to me and it does do that though. It's so funny. Um, I haven't had one actually, well, that's a lie. I have had one just, just disappear on me, but I've read more accounts of people who who've had theirs disappear. And I, I do know that to be true. Even with people that I've known who had Moldavite, it's like when you get to a certain space with it, it's like, all right, I got to chill for a second and, and roll out because you need to deal with this and I ain't going to be present. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'll be back when you need me. And, and by the time you find it, it is usually you've already come to a space where, all right, well, cool. I think I'm, I'm good with it again. And I'm just happy to find you. And then, yeah, a lot of people do gift it after that. So I've never, uh, never thought about it like that, but now that I'm thinking about the accounts, that is, that is definitely true. I've, a lot of people who told me they're motivated to disappear. They found it again. They ended up giving it away or uh, using it in some type of piece or something like that. They don't continue to wear it and hold it a lot. They, they do usually do something with it. They don't really just keep it around. That's funny. Okay. Well, this conversation has been amazing as usual. And Absolutely. it's been very real and deep. And I think a lot of people can learn from this conversation alone, especially if you're just starting out on your journey or if you've been on your journey for years. Like this, this is still information that can be helpful 
especially because I know I stay in my head sometimes. And like I told you, my son had to pull me out. So I was also going to ask you, based off of this conversation and the intention from the beginning, to give me or create an affirmation to send that energy out to the universe. But I heard you say something that I was like, oh, shit, that's the affirmation right there. And it was about fear. So even though the conversation has been about crystals and energy healing and, and everything that comes with it in between, sometimes people get stuck in this journey or that deeper knowing or understanding because of fear. So yeah. I don't know if you remember exactly what you said about fear, but whoever listens to this, they'll be able to hear it. They can rewind it. They can go back and see. But if you remember exactly what you said, then you can say it again. But I need to put that <laughs> pressure on you because if it was flowing, it was flowing from the heart. And sometimes we can't press that rewind button and go back to those moments. But um, if you have another affirmation that you would like to send out to the universe, to those natural healers or attuned healers or people wanting to know more about the occult like if it's something that they can say to themselves to remember who the fuck they are <laughs> and who they've always mm -hmm. been and who they came here to be on this journey what what affirmation would you say i would say to use the affirmation um i am always in both places at the same time and what that means is you're always at your highest and you're always present. Okay. I'm always at both places at the same time. So remember that you're always there. You're always here and you're always beyond. So don't, don't that. beat yourself up. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up. Don't hold yourself back. Don't, don't stifle yourself. Just, just be because you're always there. Even when you don't think you're doing what you may think to be in the highest, it's always some lesson for you. It's a lesson for your soul that it collects and you move on with it. Yes, a lesson or a blessing. I am yeah. grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. So how can they find you though? Okay, so um I'm on Instagram at Twimini Guy. And Twimini is a play on Gemini, of course, and twins. So it's a T-W-E-M-I-N-I -I guy. And my business page is Twimini underscore products. So you can follow me on either. I don't bite, I promise. Um <laughs> I answer questions. I love to talk about this geeky stuff, you know, is <laughs> one of my passions and I love reading. Um, and again, like, you know, I said, I love to experiment with stuff. So I, I may give you a perspective that maybe you never, you never thought about and you, you may give me a perspective I never thought about. I learned so much from everyone. I know I've learned so much from Rika. I love her so much. <laughs> and um, yeah, she, she's definitely, uh, like I said, been one of my gods and, and definitely activated me. So um, anytime, you know, I have a chance to do something with her, I always jump at it. Yay. Thank you so much. So you heard it here. You can check him out on Instagram, Twim and I Guy, and it's all one word. And yeah, holla at him. Check out his page. Check out some of his products. And, you know, it's always good to invest in our community, small businesses, African-American businesses. Even if you're not African-American, you can still invest. Yeah, we invite all. <laughs> yes, you're welcome to all. So yeah, that is the end of this episode. Thank you guys for listening and I'll 
speak with you next time.